Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, and we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Purpose of Motherhood podcast. Great to be here. Great to have you here. I took a few weeks off just to kind of rest my mind, get some things done around the house. I'll explain more about that in just a little bit. Um, And also just to kind of start thinking about what's to come in the next year for the Purpose of Motherhood and what the Lord has and what, you know, the things that he's putting on my heart. So I'm really excited. Um, There's some things that Uh, I feel like, um, I don't know that he's just really burdening my heart for that I would love to talk about on the podcast in the coming year, Um, you know, the book release. So update on that. Um, I actually moved the release date to once again. Um, This is like the true life of an author right here. You're always like missing deadlines. Like you think something will be done and it's not, or, you know, like there's a delay. You just have to learn to just flow with it. You just don't stress. You just flow with it. Um, so it was kind of, I wanted to release this fall and because of delays with editing and that kind of stuff, which happens, um, it was getting too close to be able to do it. And so then it was like, well, what's the next logical time to release? Well, let's go ahead and go with Mother's Day again next year, which is <laughs> the original day I had started with for last year. So, oh my goodness, you guys just pray for me. Eventually this book will come out and it'll be great. But, um, so anyways, just, yeah, lots, lots going on. We actually, um, so stuff with the house, I've been working hard on the house because we actually just listed our house on the market. Um, it was something that we had not, uh, planned on doing for a while. We actually hadn't, I actually did a podcast on this earlier in the year about being content where, you know, my husband was talking about just listing the house, just, you know, like, Oh, we should just get, find something new, you know, kind of just that like itching for something different and how the Lord was speaking to me about being content while well, looking back. Now I see why, because that was not our time to move. Well, fast forward months later, um, we got a job offer for um, campus pastors at the um, other campus that our church has. So they have a main campus and then a satellite campus that's on the other side of the city. And so um, we knew instantly that the Lord was telling us, like we knew, I knew before there was even offered, like the Lord was stirring my heart and I'm like, he's about to do something. I feel like he's going to move us here. That doesn't really make any sense. Um, and then when the job offer came, we kind of went, okay, yep, well, we got to do this. So we said yes, and we knew that there would be a move that would come with that. And we kind of waited and waited. And then finally the Lord confirmed it and we knew it was time to list our house and get ready in this crazy house market to trust him to do a miracle. I mean, really, that's what it kind of feels like selling and buying in this market. But, you know, God is never concerned with that. That kind of, that's like all of our natural thinking, right? Where we go, oh, but what, you know, this isn't the right time and look at the market and are we going to be able to find a place to live? Like, it's so easy for him. 
And he's really been teaching me in this season just to trust him fully and to not try to figure it all out, to not buy into fear and how to discern between my emotions and spiritual discernment. Um, because it's, I've, I kind of tend to go along the, oh, if I don't feel right about it, then it's not the Lord. But sometimes it's my emotions just kind of leading me, you know, like, oh, it doesn't feel safe. I don't know if I want to do this. And so, um, just, I don't just really leaning into him and hearing his voice too, which is a big thing I do want to podcast about. Um, I would love to do, which I'm planning to do a series just on hearing God's voice because that is so crucial. It is so vital that we're able to hear his voice. Otherwise we have no map, no guide through life without his voice, um, without his direction. It can feel very, um, just, just kind of lonely and you could feel very like confused and where are you God? You know, where, what am I supposed to do? So learning to hear him, um, you know, and really to pay attention when he's speaking is crucial for us, also crucial for our kids. So, um, I'm excited about that, talking about that, just kind of what I've learned, what he's taught me about hearing his voice and what I've learned from others. So that would be fun. But if you think about it, and if you're listening to this around the time of the recording, would you pray for us that the Lord would open up the right house for the right price for everything that we need and that it would just, uh, everything would go smoothly. That's what we're believing for. We're ready to be over by that campus so that we can reach the lost over there so that we can build that community and really just uh, be near to those people that we just love dearly already. It's going to be a just exciting season for our family. So that's what it has, that's what's been going on at the house and why I've been so busy with that and kind of also played into me taking a few weeks off, but we are back now and, um, yeah, so it'll be a a great new season on the podcast. Okay. Well, that was a kind of long introduction. Sorry about that, but, um, I wanted to catch you guys up to speed And tonight we are going to talk about um, the Holy Spirit. I wanted to talk about, this could be a whole other series, to be honest, just talking about the Holy Spirit and the roles that he play in our life. And sometimes we can get kind of confused about what the Holy Spirit is really there for versus Jesus versus God, right? You know, like the, the Trinity, like what is, like how do we define, what are the differences between them? What does the Holy Spirit do? Um, what like purpose does it serve in our life? Really, that could be an entire, I mean, we could go on for weeks about that, just talking about that. Um, but I wanted to highlight one specific thing tonight that has really helped me and I think will be very helpful to you too. And that's, um, knowing the Holy Spirit as our intercessor, as the one interceding for us, praying when we don't know what to pray. And that really is something that rings true with a lot of us that there are times where we feel like we don't even know what to pray for our kids. I have certainly felt like that um, many times before where I sit to pray for my kids and I just don't know what what to even pray. In fact, um, when I wrote the book, so my next book that's coming out is called um, Because She Prayed and it's a book, a guide for moms that um, teaches you how to pray like purposefully and powerfully for your children. But when I was writing it, I had those exact same thoughts going, 
how am I going to teach these women to pray when there are plenty of times where I sit and I don't know what to pray for, you know? It was only going to be by the Holy Spirit that I could even write that book. And of course he did, just like he did with the first one. I would sit down and go, okay, Lord, I have nothing. <laughs> You've got to give me something to pour into these women. If you call me to write it, you will give me the word, so I'm just going to sit and trust you. And of course he always did. But I had this just feeling of, man, there is so much that our kids are going to walk through. There's so much that they're going to deal with, that they're going to encounter. How in the world are we supposed to pray for everything for them? I just felt like I'm, I'm sure to leave something out. <laughs> if I feel like I've covered it all, there's going to be things that I realize later on, oh, I didn't say, oh, I should have put a chapter about prayer on this or prayer on that or, you know, oh, what if I, what if I forget to pray for this for them, you know? If I don't pray for their future spouse, like, and then they marry the wrong person, have I completely failed them? Or if I don't pray for, um, you know, health for them, and then they, they get sick, do I fail them there? There can be so many different things that we feel a pressure to pray for. Um, and some of us struggle, too, with feeling inadequate in prayer, just in general, going, I don't have the right words. I don't, I, I go to pray, and the words don't even come out right, and I, I, feel like it's not formal enough or doesn't sound eloquent enough, which are all thoughts of the enemy, right? And I've talked about that in an earlier podcast, but um, that's a real thing too. So I want to talk about tonight how the Holy Spirit plays into that, what he's there for and how we can, um, how we can just rely on him and um, just really like understand who he wants to be for us. So if you feel like that too, if you feel like, gosh, you know, I want to pray for my kids, but I just don't even feel like I know what to pray or I, I don't feel, at, I, I feel inadequate. I don't feel like I'm able to pray for them in the way that they should be. Then I think you're going to come find comfort in this tonight, just like I did. And here's what I found in scripture. This is in Romans 8, 26 through 30. It says, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those whom he predestined he also called and those whom he called he also justified and those who he justified he also glorified so the first thing i want to draw our attention to is um, this part where he says likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness as a mom we feel our weaknesses every day in motherhood we feel like we are not caring enough like we are not patient enough when our child came to us and was frustrated and they were throwing a fit and we snapped at them because we were irritated because they were whining uh, we feel like we failed them in that way or we feel like because we couldn't play with we didn't stop and play with our child or stop and read that book when they asked us to that we are not enough, that we are not giving them the love that they need. 
<clears throat> or our child isn't growing uh, like they should be maybe. Maybe they're um, lower on the percentile chart, and so we feel like we have failed them in giving them the nourishment that they need, or maybe we failed to realize something that they needed that was um, hidden from, that we just couldn't see at the time. Um, maybe there was a diagnosis that you you didn't know was there, and then you feel like, oh gosh, had I just caught that earlier, we could have done more therapy or you know, it just, I mean, the list goes on and on and we feel our weakness so heavily because we have something that we are looking at daily that, that we use to measure, um, our, our adequacy. Really. We look at our children and say, are we doing enough? Are we enough? Are they turning out? Okay. Are they growing well? Are they adjusting to society, you know, in a normal way? Are they, behaving well in public and we take that all as a reflection upon ourselves right so it's kind of like what we use to measure if we're doing enough are our kids um happy with us do they love us or do they say like oh mommy's mean or I don't want to be you know all these things that can just be so uh crushing to our spirit we take everything so personally and go oh okay I'm here I'm failing here and now I'm failing here and failing here and so we just have this heightened sense I think of weakness as moms and because it demands so much too we often feel weak spiritually or physically just from the demands of the day and so when he says that there likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness oh that is such good news to me because I've got a lot of weakness for him to work with a lot the list goes on and on and it lets me, that lets me know right there that God's not angry with my weakness, that he's not upset about my shortcomings. Otherwise, he would have sent someone to condemn me instead of someone to help me. If he wasn't okay with, or if he didn't know that I had these shortcomings, if he didn't, um, if he wasn't aware of that or didn't have compassion towards that, he would have sent a condemner, right? You're going to have the Holy Spirit who's going to condemn you for all your weaknesses. <laughs> Could you imagine how awful that would be? But instead, he sent a helper, that was someone that would help us in our weakness. You know what that looks like? That looks like when your kids are struggling to tie their shoes or they're struggling to cut their food on their plate and you come alongside them and you help them. You say, here, let me help you with that. Let me show you how to do that. Or let me help you get dressed. Now, the opposite of that would look like if you came over and you said, how could you not do, how could you not know how to do that? That is the easiest thing in the world. You know, you, you should know this by, you were two years old, you should be able to cut your food, right? That would be the condemner. But instead, as parents, we naturally come alongside and we're the helper, especially when we know that it's way below their, or way above their the age appropriate level, right? Like I, expecting a two-year-old to cut their uh, food at the dinner table is not going to happen, right? And so we naturally come along to help them. God knows where we are at and where our weaknesses lie. And he sent a helper. It's, we already have a helper there to help us in our weaknesses. So he's not angry. He's not condemning us. His, he sent his spirit to help us knowing fully well that motherhood would highlight our weaknesses, that it would require the fullness of our abilities, and that it would be more than we could do alone. So we have a helper. But the question is, are we asking him for help? I tell my kids this all the time. Use your words and ask for help. <laughs> Don't melt down. Don't throw a pity party. Just ask for help. But how often do we do that? Do you find yourself 
like I do melting down and throwing a fit or having a pity party or saying, this is just so hard. And I never stop to ask the Lord for help. Sometimes we think that things are too insignificant to ask for his help for, or we think that maybe it's just something that is normal and that we should deal with that. It's not even like, like it just is not even a thought to ask for help because it just seems like this is part of the motherhood or, or it's too big or we're too embarrassed about it. And so we don't ask for help, but the Lord wants us to, if we turn and say, Lord, you've sent me a helper. You've sent me the Holy spirit. I'm asking you to come into this area and give me wisdom, give me guidance, give me peace, give me self-control, whatever it is that we need help in. He will do that. It is there for us. But if we don't ever stop and ask, then we'll be like the child that throws the fit that doesn't, you know, because they, they're frustrated or they're upset and no one can help them because they don't even know what they want. <clears throat> and they never stopped to ask for help. So let's remember that. Ask him for help throughout the day. And the second thing um, that I want to draw our attention to is this part where it says, For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And so what we can take hope in here is that we don't have to know all of the things that our children need prayer for. His, his words are going to cover where our words lack. So when we go to pray for them, when we feel like I just don't even know the right words to say, I don't even know the right areas to pray for them, I can't even see what's really going on in their minds or hearts, and so it's hard for me to really even know what to pray, ask the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, intercede for me. I know that you are. Would you intercede? <clears throat> I know that you have a desire to do this. I know that you are here for that. Intercede with me. Would you pray where I am lacking, where my words cannot aren't forming correctly, where my mind doesn't see the full picture? Would you help me and intercede for me? I need your help. <clears throat> and we can also take comfort in knowing that when the Holy Spirit prays, the Holy Spirit isn't just praying what we want. or He isn't. He isn't praying what we want. He isn't praying what we think he should pray. He's praying the very will of God because he knows. Let's listen to this verse again. This is really, to me, like so encouraging. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So the Spirit intercedes for us according to the will of the very will, the very perfect will that the Lord has for us, the perfect will that the Lord has for our children, the Spirit intercedes according to that. So he does not say, what do you want me to pray for? What would you like your kids to grow up and do? Well, who do you want them to grow up and marry? Um, what what would you like the outcome of the situation to be? No, he says, he, he aligns with the will of God and he prays exactly what the Lord desires for you what the Lord desires for your children thank goodness that the Lord has set us up with this because if it were all up to us we would fail every single time we would fail to pray in the fullness like we should because we are immature because we don't know everything because we are impatient because we are selfish 
all of these things get in the way of being able to pray in the fullness of, um, or really in the true will of God. <clears throat> we, I mean, it's a daily struggle for all of it. It's, it takes a daily um, decision to lay down our will, to lay down our pride, our desires at his feet, and to pray the way he wants us to. And even then, even when we do that, we still, we're not perfect people. Um, and so that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. He comes in to fill that gap. And I love here where it says too, um, that he intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. I almost, I, th- I think of like a, a mom, maybe whose child is in a very serious situation. Um, and just the cries from her heart, the cries from her belly. If you picture just a mom on her knees by her bedside, praying for a child that maybe has walked away from the Lord or maybe is in a very serious health situation. And those, those groanings that would come from her things, just like where she wouldn't, doesn't even have the words, but it's just crying out. I think of this, the spirit interceding in the same way from this deep love for us like with these groanings that are too deep for words. So these just deep prayers soaked in love for us and in a, a an overwhelming desire to see us aligning with the will of God, to see us walking in um, in blessing and, to, and walking in the fruit that the Lord has uh, for our lives, the fruit that he desires to come from us and the, maybe the ministry desires he has for us or the purpose he has for us. And so that part to me is beautiful that he intercedes with those deep groanings like a parent would when they are just longing so desperately for something for their child. It's like the spirit just longs for us to have that. And so he, um, in that deep love for us, just, uh, lets out these deep groans that you can't even, that only the Lord can understand. Isn't that just amazing to think? I mean, when you really stop and and break these things down and think deeply about it, you just realize how incredible the Lord is and how he ordained all of this from the beginning of time, how he had thought of all this from the beginning of time. He had thought of each and every one of us from the beginning of time. It's just incredible, really. And so, okay, so the question that might come after this, and I put a little note just to talk about this, might be, okay, well, if the Spirit is interceding for us, then do we even need to pray? Like, what is the purpose of us praying if the Spirit is interceding for us? And yes, absolutely we do, because there is the part of it where we have to take action. Just like with salvation, salvation is a free gift, correct? So if it's a free gift, then why do we even need to do anything to to uh, receive it right like if it's if it's there then it's there right well no there's a part where we have to believe where we have to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord right and we will be saved same with prayer right because just because the spirit is interceding for us doesn't mean that then it's okay kick back and relax you don't have to pray because he's praying for you no we still do our part in faith uh, speaking out those prayers and believing that um, that they are coming to pass and that the Lord is hearing them. Um, in fact, Ephesians six eighteen says this and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. 
with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So it's very clear we are to be constantly praying. One of my favorite verses is pray continually, um, which is a just very short and powerful verse that just tells us, hey, look, you're to pray continually. Don't stop. Just keep praying. That's part of our call as Christians. But know that there is someone coming alongside those prayers to make up where you are lacking. Okay, and then the last thing is this. My takeaway from that passage was that he's working things for our good. Uh, Verse 3 says this, And we know that, that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So does that mean that everything that happens to us will be good? No, it does not mean that. There will still be hard times. There will still be seasons where we don't understand, we don't see clearly, where we might have heartache or pain or um, struggles. But the grand picture, it's like the Lord is up there, like painting this masterpiece. And there are times where the paint mixes together and it doesn't really look right or where something is being formed and you're going, what is that? That doesn't even look like anything pretty. Um, But then things start to come out of it where you go, oh, okay, I see then. I see now what that artist was creating. I see why he was putting that paint there, why he was, um, you know, mixing these two colors together. So we're part of this grand masterpiece that the Lord, when we're submitted to him and allowing him to work in our lives, it doesn't mean that it's always going to look pretty or beautiful. But as we grow, as we learn, and as we walk further in life, we'll be able to look back and go, Okay, I do see how you worked that for my good. I do see how that move that we didn't want to take, how it actually turned out to be a blessing or how that uh, diagnosis that I thought uh, was going to be the end of me and was so extremely hard to walk through, how it strengthened me and how it brought me closer to you and opened my eyes to things and how it, it, it enabled me to turn around and help these other people who maybe did not know the Lord and were going through that. And I was able to lead them to the Lord and to help them walk in that strength. You know, there's so many mysteries to the Lord. We are never going to understand it all. But walking in that faith, knowing that, first of all, that the Spirit's interceding for us, that He loves us, that He's for us, and that um, that He's He is helping us in our weakness, and that He's working things for our good gives us that peace and that solid foundation to stand on. Let's pray now together. Lord, thank you that you have sent your Holy Spirit to intercede for us, that you've sent a helper, God, where we are weak and where we feel like we're not enough, that you have sent someone to come alongside us and encourage us and equip us and Call us deeper in you and deeper in the ways of your kingdom, God. Thank you that your uh, Holy Spirit will never leave us, God, that you will never leave our side, that um, we cannot disappoint you, God, that you are proud of us, and that um, that even in, in our hardest days and the days where we feel like the biggest failure, Lord, that you are still proud of us because we are your child, we are your children, God, that you, we are Um, your beloved. Thank you, Lord, that your spirit intercedes where we do not have the right words, that when we pray for our children, we pray for our circumstances, that the Holy Spirit is right there interceding alongside of us. 
God, I pray that you would help each of us to have a greater sense of your spirit throughout the days and throughout the weeks as our helper, God, that we would call upon you to help us in the moments where we feel like we are not enough and when we are not weak. Help us to have faith in the hard times, on the hard days, that you are working things for our good, Lord, that everything um, that we are going through will one day be part of the grand masterpiece. We love you, Lord, and we lift up your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.